0: Welcome to the Upping Your Elvis podcast with Chris and Jim, where we are exploring how to get your energy right to get your extraordinary on. So welcome to Upping Your Elvis' second podcast with Chris and Jim. Hello, Christopher. How are you today?
1: I am absolutely lovely. The sun is out, the sky is blue. On days like this, I can't imagine anything but joy, rainbows and unicorns.
0: Summer's arrived, as far as I'm concerned, and London is on tip-top form. I'm loving your life. Yeah, it's great. So look, um, it's Mental Health Awareness Week this week, uh, and uh, we've both been doing some stuff. Uh, and it also brings into uh, focus something that we've got loads of energy for and been doing lots of stuff around, which is Talk It Out. Oh, yeah. Talk It uh, Out. Talk It Out, which we love um, so much. So we've set it up as a charity, Um, And we want to talk a little bit about what we've been up to and why we're excited about it. Um, but before we do any of that, Christopher, as it's sort of, it'd be nice to sort of, spend a little bit of time understanding where it all came from, because it sort of came from you. It, yeah, it did, it did. But, you know, by accident, another happy accident. So, so took it
1: out it was first a creative tool that I wrote about in my first book, How to Have Kick-Ass Ideas. And it's a very effective creative tool because it helps people get insight and ideas very fast. And over the years, um, we've trained thousands of people in that in that process. And it's really interesting because people find they get uh, further faster with it, and they get great ideas, and people use that as a fantastic creative technique, and I, and I love it for that. But I, I think I was struck some years ago by the number of people who, when they came back from using it, uh, reported to feel better about who they were. They felt as if a weight had lifted off their shoulders, and they got a clearer perspective on what was important to them in life, and you and I had a few chats about it, and we started to go, well, you know maybe there's something in in this particular process that's therapeutic that can actually help people with their mental well being and you know dust themselves down and get a bit more you know energy to give them a more extraordinary life so It really came from, you know, the insight through observation through many experiences. And then we just started to experiment with it more. Mental Health Awareness Week a couple of years ago, we just recruited a load of people, um, you know, random folk who knew nothing about us, our business, uh, you know, mental well-being, had no, no expertise in the area at all to have a go at it and just see what impact it made. And it, it was a really interesting experiment. Funnily enough, you did it at the Serpentine, didn't you, Jim? I
0: did, yeah. Ice cream, I think, was uh, involved uh, at that time as well.
1: There's a theme going on. There is definitely a theme. And, yeah. and I did one down in Lime Regis, and it was interesting because a lot of people turned up incredibly cynical, you know, thinking, well, there's no way that, that can have a big impact on me. And the whole process from set up, um, doing Talk It Out, for two people and then landing, it takes less than an hour. Within that hour, everyone came back saying, do you know what? I did get something from it. It's been incredibly useful. So that was kind of part of the um, the stimulus and the motivation to get it out there. And then something very personal, I think, hit me last, last summer. Um, I think it was around June that Anthony Bourdain um, killed himself. And, and he was a big hero of mine. I think he was a total dude. He had so much Elvis going on. And it just struck me if we've got something that could help people feel better about their lives. And I'm not saying that it will it will stop people committing suicide and people who have real mental illness. However, for most of us, we just get a bit stuck sometimes. And if talking out could help us get a bit less stuck and a bit more clear and just feel better about who we are, then I thought we had to get it out there. And that's really been the the inspiration ever since. So, um, yeah, we set up a, um, a community interest company that's uh, separate from our business because we want it to be you know, purely charitable. Um, and we've been taking it on the road. And what I've been really excited about is we've been experimenting with the University of Bristol just to get more data and research and evidence to show what it does. And and we got some stuff in quite recently. It looks very promising.
0: I love the fact that we're actually we've got some hard research and data to back up one of our techniques now, which is fantastic. It's
1: incredibly grown up, Jim, isn't
0: it? Yeah. But it's interesting you're saying um, – People, you know, can be a bit cynical of the technique when they first hear it. But um I think two years ago, if I was talking to a lot of our clients, well-being wasn't on very many people's lips. Now I go and talk to clients, and every client I am currently working with has a well-being team. Yeah. Quite literally. And they are way more open to um Techniques, I, mean, I, was, I was at a client this morning where they have um, breathing lessons every Friday morning and their head of sustainability for Europe, I'm talking about a very large business, was talking, asking me uh, in an event that we're delivering in a, a couple of weeks whether we do a group meditation. Now, yeah. this, is, this is just stuff, conversations that we just wouldn't have had uh, a few years ago. And I think people are way more aware of what's needed um, especially around mental mental well-being because uh, well, as well as physical because i think we are quite good now albeit it's only happened in the last 5 years where you know we know we need to get sleep um, we know that we need to stay hydrated and eat well and exercise and i do think we have awareness around uh, our mental well-being but what i love about talk it out is its practicality and it's actually something that you can pull out and use uh, to give your brain a little bit of a workout to get clarity and energy really quickly, and I think everyone that i 've been sharing it with loves it for that
1: yeah well i I, I totally agree so if you if you go back um, twenty years ago when you know I started to do lots of work with uh, you know big corporations around I guess their energy and their creativity um, I used to teach Reiki under cover of night we used to call it something completely different. <laughs> You know, I, I used to do hypnotherapy and I used to call that, uh, you know, visualization because people weren't ready for that then. I would say now people have really opened up to embracing what was deemed as esoteric as now being mainstream. And what I really like about um, the reaction that we've had from Talk It Out is that a lot of people say, yeah, I need to become more mindful. But, you know, mindfulness in itself is, is quite an esoteric um, idea you know, how you get, um, you know, presence of mind and stillness of mind and quiet the mind. Uh, A lot of people find it very difficult, very difficult indeed, because actually it's not the way that we're programmed and people find it quite frustrating. What I love about Talk It Out is it helps people achieve that through activity. So instead of actually sitting there quietly and, and actually trying to do things that might not feel that common to people, grabbing a buddy and going for a walk and talking you know, quite fluently about your life without editing and just letting everything come out as your your buddy just listens. Everyone can do that. Everyone mm. can do that. It doesn't take any any training. It doesn't take any particular skill set. We can all do it, and actually we all do it very naturally. So people are finding it quite a simple way of accessing what could have been seen as something a little bit hippie, a little bit, you know, a bit out there. Um, and and therefore, everyone can get the benefit. And, you know, we, we know that from the research from the University of Bristol you know, 85% of people who have done it feel better and would do it again, you know? So we know that it's something that's that's far-reaching and, and it should be because it's based on very old principles. You know, the whole kind of, you know, Socrates used to to process as, as he walks. Lots of people over the years, artists, politicians, you know, directors, musicians, have, have accessed their subconscious by walking. So it should come as no surprise that it works for everyone. I think all we've done is we've added on some modern psychology where we understand actually how you get into the subconscious quickly and how you stay there with depth and how you make sure the stuff works. But, you know, of course it's got to work for people.
0: Yeah. And if it was good enough for Socrates, it's good enough for us.
1: I hear he was a good bloke. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Was he a bloke? It was quite smart, wasn't he? <laughs>
0: um, so I'm conscious we've been talking about. Um, talk it out maybe we should just actually talk a little bit about how it works in practice
1: sure yeah absolutely so look it's a really straightforward process um basically um on anything we're thinking about we have a conscious story so um when we are working uh we're talking out for mental well-being we are we are talking about our lives now if anyone says how are you how's your life you're just going to tell them that usual story. Well, it's fine. The kids are good. Work's fine. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And actually, you'll keep it at a very superficial level, and it'll all be in your conscious brain. Now, your conscious brain is only around 5% of your processing. As long as you're telling that story, you're never going to access the richness of your subconscious, which is actually where a lot of our fears and our hopes and our dreams and our processing and our angst and our joy is kept. And therefore, if we really want to get clear, on what's going on in our lives. We need to access it. And if we don't, it just becomes a soup that we react to quite unconsciously as we go through our lives. So by bringing it into the light from the shadows, we can get totally clear on who we are, where we're going, what's working, what's not. And we can process some of those emotions that may have been surprising to us. So that, that's kind of the principle of how it works. Um, but but Jim, you've just been doing it in practice just, uh, just in the last two days. So so practically, what does that look like, Jim? Uh,
0: well, so I was in the city of all places yesterday as part of Mental Health Awareness Week, working with a client. Um, I ran two sessions for them, and um, we briefed it out. And what surprised me was <laughs> how it works so well. I know, and that's a terrible thing to say because it's our tool, and we talk about it working well, but actually, consistently people come back with with revelations in what is really a very short amount of time. Um, The consistent feedback that I got yesterday was, A, it's massively connecting to the person that you do it with. And obviously there's all sorts of benefits around how you can then use that in your teams uh, and uh, to to strengthen relationships at work. Um, But also how quickly people open up so in the in the morning session we broke out and uh because it was an odd number I went off with a a girl I had never met before I knew her name and that was it and um she talked out on life and within two minutes she was she was sharing her concerns on on some very deep very revealing uh very personal things I don't think she'd shared with some of her closest friends and there I was this total stranger um, and she was opening up to me and it was it, it really struck me how therefore how effective it is as a tool in unearthing very quickly some very personal insights into 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 people and also interestingly, you get a group of people together who again don't even know each other within that business, and then by the when they all come back. They're so animated and keen to share their experiences because, as you said, it gets them outside and it totally shifts their energy. Mm. Um, So, you know, it's fantastic at many levels. So so just um,
1: just to kind of uh, land exactly what happens. So, you know, it's a very simple tool. Um, You grab a buddy. You you go for a walk. One of you talks flat out about life for 20 minutes as your buddy just listens. And it's really important that it isn't a conversation. It's it's one person really, really talking and letting their subconscious rip. As the other person listens, you know, you're just there really to witness what is being said. It kind of changes their relationship with it. It makes them feel as if they're not alone. And it's, it's really vital that there is somebody there for them. And then at the end of the 20 minutes, you just get a chance to land it and just share some observations. And that's both of you conversationally. So, you know, what did you notice? What had some energy behind it? What did you keep coming back to? What seemed like the big themes? Just so that actually you turn what is a subconscious rant into something that is conscious. And there is some sort of action and landing from it. And then you swap and go the other way. It's as simple as that, which is why the whole thing, including a little bit of a warm up, getting into a place and a landing takes less than an hour so it's super super practical that way um i i think what you were just referring to there jim this kind of um this change in the way that people open up very very quickly comes from a couple of things not not least the fact that actually we all want to talk a little bit more we all want to connect i i read some research recently um that uh it was startling. so like 43 percent of people don't have a friend at work, which I just find mm-hmm. extraordinary. And we're all deeply sociable beasts, you know. Loneliness is one of the biggest issues we have right now. Um, and it's become, becoming more and more um, of an issue as, as time goes on. And actually, to be able to connect with somebody in a way that is meaningful, um, I think is, is just a, a human need that's deep in all of us. And if this particular process makes it safe, makes it easy, makes it accessible, makes it no big deal, then I think people just love that. And therefore, they are surprisingly open and honest. I've I've certainly done this before now with people I've never met. And the ground that we have covered in that time has been quite extraordinary. Um, And I look at my watch and think, wow, you know, I've I've only been going 10 minutes. And, you know, I have covered off things that I haven't talked about or even thought about, um, you know, in the last couple of months in my life. And yet with a stranger walking and talking, I've, I've done it so effectively. So, I, I love that about it. I I really do. Um So so as far as kind of you know h- how people can get the most out of this gym, um, you know, have you noticed that there are certain people that do this better than others? Is there something about an approach that really pays off?
0: Um Well I, I I'm not, I think everybody ca everyone can tap into this. I think the the, the important thing is that you, you set it up right, upright. So I think it is important you get um You get that contractual bond, which is what goes on tour stays on tour. Whatever is said um, doesn't go any further um, because otherwise people are are, going to feel very um, boundary in what they share. Uh, And actually, some of the stuff that I noticed yesterday was that um, the people who really went for it as the first person created a boundary that the other person wasn't expecting to go to but because person the first person had gone there and really swung big actually it gave them permission to then go just as big if not bigger yeah. um, but i do think when you do this exercise there is a contractual bond you need to set up and go look, this is what, a lot actually a lot of what i'm going to say might not even be true and then for me it's really important not to a interrupt so it's the, the real temptation is at certain moments you really want to interrupt and and add some perceived value, and um, that you've just got to resist that. You can you can have words of encouragement, but actually, as soon as you interrupt, even though you think you're adding value, you're changing the tangent and potentially getting in the way of their creative journey. So I think that's really important um, as well. And then the last thing I would say. For everybody, is then at the end, as the listener, it's not as though you need to then find a solution for them. No. Which, some, which is often our go to when we hear people share stuff. It's just about playing back the, the stuff that you, that you tuned into that you thought was of interest and then let person play that back as extra stimulus for person A to just land it down because and not try and go well, this is what I think you should do, because I think that's that enters into dangerous territory
1: yeah i I totally agree, and i you know I, I, the, the whole thing here is that the processing is just pure stimulus, you know you you just do it, you make sense of it, you land it, nothing needs to be fixed, nothing needs to be solved um it is the process that you have to trust in, and you know by the end of it i I, I can guarantee that you're going to get more clarity I mean, you know, the early research is suggesting that there's a 20% increase in positive effect, i.e., you know, good energy, uh, enthusiasm, engagement, 20% increase in all those, those good things. And, and potentially, so far, we found 15% decrease in negative feelings, you know. So people are calmer, they got more serene, and a lot of those negative emotions tend to dissipate. So we know it works. Um, and you don't necessarily, therefore, have to have a completely boxed solution. You just need to go through it as almost a therapeutic pr- process, you know. Um, and that in itself has got to be good, hasn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, And it also get, gives you an excuse to get out of the office and enjoy the summer sunshine. Well, hell yeah. And that has to be good. Um, so, look, we, look we've we got an ambition with this. We
1: we would like to get this out to as many people on the planet as possible because, um, you know, as as you rightly said, Jim, we're all good with exercise and with nutrition for our bodies. If we had a simple thing we could do regularly for our minds that would just help our well-being, it can only be good. So, so I'm, you know, I'm so excited to see how, how far this can go, how many people it can help. Um, as, as I said, this is not about solving people who have you know, mental illness. This is about the majority of us who just need a bit of a, a help in sprucing up our mental energy get that clarity get stuff off our chest and feel a bit more connected to others on the planet mm. so um if anyone out there listening to this podcast wants to get involved where do they find it jim Talkitout.org. everything's there well great chat to you mate um you know enjoy the sunshine i'm gonna go find myself a cornetto well
0: yeah. i'm a strawberry cornetto fan myself
1: <laughs> i'm classic give me vanilla
0: bye mate Uh, until the next time ciao